G'day guys, what's going on? Zach and Charlie here, first down under, back in the swing of things. I think it's the, is this the 2019 season officially kicking off, Charlie? This is the 2019 season officially kicking off. We are in uh, full gear. I was going to go with full head of steam, but we are going to be in full gear for an exciting off-season ahead. We've got so many stories to cover, so many big headlines, and the great thing about football is it's a, it's a, it's a 24-7 game. It's all year round. No matter how we try to avoid it or get out of our lives for a certain amount of time, it always creeps back in. Yeah. So many things I want to discuss. Obviously, some massive free agents. We're going to talk about some potential franchise tags, Zach, I believe. That's right, mate. We've got potential trades, potential signings, potential cuts. Yep. But I think before we get into that, uh, we want to kick it off with some of the news. We've got to start with Robert Kraft. Absolutely. Patriots owner. He's just seen his sixth Super Bowl and has now been potentially getting a little bit on the side there, Chad. Yeah. For a 77-year-old, you would think that was almost beyond his reach. But uh, the man continues to surprise uh, that beautiful town in New England and the rest <laughs> of the league. I mean, really, um, I think it's a greater achievement that he was able to get up. It is. 77 years old. Well, what was a better you know, better performance? The Falcons uh, Super Bowl comeback or Robert Kraft getting up? I think there were two very <laughs> definitive performances. And as I said to I you... I can imagine him being more flaccid than the offenses. Absolutely, and, uh, Joe Flaccid. But as we said, <laughs> this last routinely, and as I read Belichick's book, the Patriots are renowned for their physicality. Uh, on both sides <laughs> of the ball. And Robert Kraft said, you know what? I'm going to continue that mantra Well, in the locker room. He's got to lead. Exactly uh, right. This is trickle-down economics. And this is what the Patriots are about, right? They're talking about every single guy, whether he's on the field or not, setting the standard and, you know, and just demonstrating that ethos uh, <laughs> on a regular basis. Look, if you missed the story, he's been charged. Charged. So it's all allegations it's at allegations, the moment yeah. um, with soliciting prostitution in Florida. He, the Robert Kraft team have categorically... Denied it, as you would. Craft butter is not smooth. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> no, it is not. No, it is not. Apparently, um, the fee for 30 minutes, Chaz, has been reported to be $59 or 79 bucks for the hour. Uh, he did not speci- They did not specify what Craft paid for, um, but i got to say, pretty cheap. Yeah. Like, def- for, for a billionaire? Deflation for balls. Bit bit lighter on a coin than I would have thought. I, th- I would have thought he'd been paying yeah. top dollar. That's my only skepticism. Yeah, this well, whole I was thing. I was reading about this, and they've obviously cracked down in the uh, the Palm Beach area, I believe, yeah. in Florida. Over two hundred arrests or something like that. A lot of Vietnamese um, uh, massage parlors. Yeah, a lot of the Vietnamese. Um, you, you cheeky mai tais, your happy endings. Uh, of that nature, and I, I wouldn't have thought Rob, uh, coming from an oil background, you know, the American dream would be interested in that kind of Oriental cuisine. Um, let alone debauchery. But, you know, it's Feb. He probably thought, you know, it's, it's going to be quiet. I've if won I my get, sixth Super get, Bowl. If I get done, you know, I, yeah, exactly right. I've what, won my sixth. What could be better? Uh, yeah. I, can't, I know. I, <laughs> where can I go wrong? I own this football team. I own yeah. Tom Brady. Uh, he's on my side. and Goats and hoes. Obviously, as you said yeah, quite clearly, allegations at this stage. Yeah. And yeah. he vehemently denies any of these claims. Uh, his lawyers have come out. Vigorously, as has so did he, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I I still can't believe how it's possible. Not the fact that he's actually done it, but him being 77. I'm just surprised he got caught. I mean, yeah, pay like this is like the whole Jesse Smollett thing. I'm like, if don't pay with checks. And don't pay for $60 prostitutes. All right, Robert Kraft, step it up. Cover your tracks, man. Yeah, God. Moving on. (laughs) 
in the news. Um, and we don't want to support that either. We don't want to spend too much time on this, but the Steelers, uh, they've been getting a good run in the headlines lately, Charlie, between oh, Le'Veon yes, Bell and uh, Antonio Brown. <laughs> That's very true. Antonio Brown, big chest Brown. Um, AB yeah. uh, has confirmed that he will be traded. Uh, so have the uh, Rooney family. They've com- the, both sides have committed to the trade. I think it's a mutual agreement. AB says there's nothing but love, nothing but respect. Um, he says that his uh, relationship with Big Ben has soured because of Ben's owner mentality. I don't know how that comes into it. Maybe yeah. Big Ben's uh, acting like the like a big dick on campus. I'm not so sure. There, so there's that complaint, but there's also queries about uh, Ben's lack of leadership being the only Super Bowl winner on that current roster. So is, is that kind of the, a confusing element to that in that he's saying that Big Ben's kind of walking around like a big dick mm. when others are saying he's not acting like a, the leader that he should be? Well, potentially. Um, I mean, and look, the way that Antonio Brown's been handling himself lately has been pretty whack as well. He's, it feels like he's in the news every second day. Yeah, and almost at his own will. Yeah, uh, I mean, with the the use of the big chest, you can refer to me as from now yeah. on. And do you remember? I mean, he missed the last game of the season. That was a yes. pretty big deal. I don't know how this has swung into like Big Ben's a dog, and he might be, but like AB man, you, you missed the most important game of of the year, and yeah. the Steelers then missed the playoffs. I mean, you know, things are looking. And not so great in Pittsburgh. I can see why they want to trade him. It's incredible the level of leniency we give to these players because they are such megastars. Antonio yeah. Brown is is undoubtedly the best receiver in pro football. I think and, we can both agree on that. And we both love him. And don't he, exactly. Wrong. We both absolutely don't, don't him. He's been balling since day one. He's putting up he puts up big numbers every year. He's the go to yeah. receiver for Big Ben. And I think that that his level of play has has kind of, I guess, offset all of this off-field drama that he's been doing, it, 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 kind of your mediocre receiver would just be absolutely thrown to the wolves. Yeah. Almost your Colin Kaepernick with this kind of behavior. Um, and I think obviously the big chess and the constant bragging and being in the news, and we're almost to the point where we're completely sick of hearing about Antonio Brown. I think we are. And you almost feel sorry for any GM that signs him. Well, that's just it. And, that, and that's what you have to wonder. The gamble that you take when you trade for yeah. an Antonio Brown, giving up, Potentially, you know, pretty decent assets. Could be a first round, second round pick uh, for a player that has proved to be unruly, perhaps yes. is the nicest way I could put it. Yeah. And you're going to have to sign him to a new contract as well. Like the most appealing thing about it is if you trade for him, you know, Pittsburgh's going to cop the brunt of the cap hit. You're only paying him 12, 13 mil, which is like a bargain in today's NFL for a mm-hmm. wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you sign him to a new contract, I mean, you're tied to a guy who's got a big mouth. He's just into his 30s. You know, his prime's probably only got another two, three years left. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a gamble. But if you're a Steelers fan, you're a passionate Steelers fan, will you resent, obviously, this move by the Steelers? I understand the the moral implications and everything that's going on with the locker room, but you are literally, you've just lost your star running back yep. who ran your offense for many years, and now you're sending away the best receiver in pro football. Yes, I understand <laughs> the locker room issues, but you've now lost two of your three best players heading into 2019. And it's another year on Tomlin's resume without a Super Bowl. As a Steelers fan, are you thinking I want to I want to see my team make the right decision, or I want to see my team put themselves in a position to win? I can see both sides of the argument, but having watched the Patriots for the last twenty years, I'd rather move off a player a year or two too early than a year or two too late. Mm-hmm. That's kind but of Mike Tomlin's not Bill Belichick. That's true, but uh, that's just how I. See. I mean, this situation is untenable regardless. Like Antonio Brown made this situation what it mm. is. They have to trade him. There's no question. So really, that's a get-out-of-jail-free card for uh, the the uh, 
Pittsburgh Steelers. You're saying he's pure knob knobbery behavior. Oh well, no, has, no, no. I mean, he's literally forced his hand of a yeah. trade. He's wanted a trade for the last few months. He's been saying it publicly. They, mm. They've had no choice. Mm. What what else are they supposed to do? Nah, mm. man, you're coming back. It's like you don't want that in your locker room. Mm. Not after the way the season ended as well. Lev Bell, on the other hand, he has uh, been confirmed to not be Derry Bell. getting the uh, the old franchise tag for the second year in a row. Probably would have sat again. Uh, rumored to have ballooned out to 260 pounds. He's denied that. That's, that's a big boy. That's that's a lot of meat running down the football field. Um, but well, it'll be hard not playing for a couple of years. I mean, you, you, one year, not, one year, one year. Well, you're not giving up the the the, the food discipline necessarily. As more so as the exercise, so I can I can see White why, Castle. I can see why he's gone there. Um, and similar to AB, uh, we we had this chat last week about a, a t- the kind of team that would sign Le'Veon Bell. It would be a New York Jets that would throw the kitchen sink and everything else at him, and 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 put less reliance on the quarterback, i.e. Sam Darnold. Um, I could see that, that for that big market player to bring to put bums on seats. Well, and, and they got coin at, and finish at six and ten. So they had their their position <laughs> to 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 get him, no doubt, and. I'm sure he'll enjoy the market, and he's going to Instagram to see where he should play. I mean, it's just the the utmost of intelligence for a player <laughs> whose strategy. I, I don't know. In a way, do you think he, the the sitting a year out has paid off for Le'Veon Bell in, in terms of his market value and his durability, bar barring the uh, the addition of weight? Uh well, well, I mean, the the weight's a rumor. He denies it. I think this actually, in retrospect, worked out for Lev Bell. I didn't think it would. I looked at it at the start of the year like, dude, you're missing out on $14 million. You're not going to make that back yeah. in, in in your life. But he was trying to make a point, which he did, which was the franchise tag is bullshit, and I want to be signed to a long contract. Now, you know, rumors uh, are that he was actually offered a pretty decent contract and he turned it down. That's on Lev Bell. He didn't play. He wants quarterback uh, money. He wants he wants, uh, he wants wants wide receiver quarterback money. He wants Well, he wants wide receiver money. Yeah. Um, and he didn't get it from the Steelers, mm. and he might get it from someone else. But taking a year off from the game uh, is probably a good thing for a running back. It's mm. definitely going to extend his career, not shorten it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, unless he's been down at Popeyes every day, I, yeah. I, I can imagine. Uh, that I would be. He's going to get a pretty decent contract with a good mm. signing bonus, and he's going to hit the ground running this year. Yep. And why are we referring to him as Lev Bell? Are you close with him, or is that a market thing? Well, Le- Le'Veon. You know, when I was chatting to Le- uh, Lev, yeah, Lev. Uh, I was yep. calling him Le'Veon in emails, and he kept signing off as Lev. Yeah, okay. And that's I fine. thought, you, you know, when you see someone sign off, yeah, and you go, that's their nickname. I'm not part of that that inside thing. Okay, uh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So okay. that's that's why I call him Lev Bell. Yeah, not Le'Veon okay. or L Bell or the okay. Cow Bell. I, I want to finish with Mike Tomlin, and obviously we know him as a as a, as a coach. He's won a Super Bowl back in uh, what was it? Oh eight. Now I'm gonna Con- say, I'm gonna say considering 08. how long it's been against the Cardinals, that was a, d- a decade ago. Kurt Warner, uh, the the fabled Larry Fitzgerald touchdown to the go ahead San Antonio Holmes catch um but i do think a large part of this is on mike tomlin and he's 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 motivating coach style he's not the kind of disciplinary coach that this team needed to hold a big three like this together and i think you know some degree of blame has to be put to him i mean i know he's he's had a lot of winning seasons at, at the steelers but i think considering what he had we would be looking back at this team thinking this team should have won a super bowl i mean yeah and there's always going to be teams like this that mm-hmm. had potential and didn't quite achieve it I, I, they got very close against the jaguars a couple of years ago and then surprisingly got uh, trounced by them which was mm. disappointing to see obviously with any coach responsibility falls on them but I don't feel like I blame Mike Tomlin that much. I still feel like he's the best option 
at head coach for the Steelers. Like I, mm. I don't know, I don't know how much blame to put on him or how badly I look at him. He's a great coach and he keeps his team relevant every year. So, uh, you know, I think it does it come down to the players. Does it come down to Big Ben and Antonio Brown and that relationship mm. and the way that Le'Veon Bell wanted to handle his career? Like all these things, they they didn't have that much to do with coaching. Mm. Like Lev Bell made a was out to make a point that the franchise tag was bullshit. You know, it's not like uh, it's not like a franchise tag was invented by Mike Tomlin. I get that. I get that. So that's where I would come to his defense. But I think are you a, are you not, not a huge fan? When you have a trio of players like this, a Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, a Big Ben, you have to be considered and, and a relatively quality defense for quite a long time. I think I haven't had a great defense. Tell me just yeah, but a, a defense that can at least hold up. I mean, you know. I'm just saying that I think we'll look back on this and say that this team should have won it. I think that a pair well, of, this, hey, I of this quality, I, I don't, a trio, I don't disagree, would, but would you know should be should be regarded with a coach like Mike. Tomlin I would argue that the they were that good because of Mike Tomlin as well, though. Okay, I think Big. You're looking masked. at a sixth round pick, a second round pick, and Lev Bell, and I think Big, Big Ben's, Ben's been around. Big Ben's play may have masked some of Tomlin's ineptitude as a coach. I'm not saying that he's... Wow! He, I'm not saying that he, uh, he he can't coach this team. I'm saying he's a good coach, but I think that. Um, you know, some years Big Ben may have completely drawn away the attention from him. And I think he gets a free pass. We talked about Mike McCarthy getting sacked after a decade of winning Super Bowl. Mike Tomlin. Yeah, what's he done? Getting He's done more than McCarthy. His ass handed to him by the Patriots every year. He's getting, uh, we really got to move He's on the with doormat. the <laughs> We got a lot of months to talk about Mike Tomlin. Uh, I feel like we could have a Mike Tomlin month. You wait and see what, you wait and see what Adam Gase does with Le'Veon in, in New York. I feel like he's going to Frank Reich in uh, Indianapolis, but we'll we'll get to that. Look, moving on, Trent Small Richardson. Market. Speaking about uh, speaking about quality running backs, quality running backs that are potential free agents. He's playing and potential in, tags. He's playing in the AAF, uh, the big fella, Memphis Express. Uh, he's playing for the Birmingham Irons and the Charlie. NPL team. <laughs> he recently ran for three touchdowns in a game. Bulldust. I uh, know Birmingham big... Irons. Where the hell's that? Birmingham, mate. Uh, they've got the win <laughs> yeah, over yeah. the Atlanta Legends. The, oh, the Legends! <laughs> the Legends! What the hell is going on? What a AFLX, AFLX Nuffy's running with. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, now, he did score three touchdowns, but he only ran for 46 yards off 17 carries. Oh, That's good on him. 2.7 per carry. That is production. That is, uh, that is his wheelhouse. That's, <laughs> that is efficiency. That is where he plays. High percentage runs. <laughs> uh, he now has 145 yards on 59 carries, 2.7. Five yards per carry on the year with six touchdowns in three well, games. That's got to put him in the MVP conversation. <laughs> You've got to think. <laughs> I think. I don't know who's playing in the league. It's probably like Matt Barkley or uh, Christian Hackenberg. Certainly, Matt Castle be running around. Oh, surely, hundred percent. Give him a go. <laughs> so wait, with Seneca with this, with this alliance thing, just quickly, what is what players go to this? Is it all the hacks that can't get a well, game this is in the CFL and the NFL? Or is I wouldn't it... call them hacks. It's like a G League. Okay, it's a G League. Yeah. Uh, a developmental because we can't league. have enough football as it is. Well, I mean, the NFL, you know, has never had a VFL. So this is their VFL. Well, their college is kind of their VFL. Not really, because you can develop mature players at, yeah, yeah. At, at, at the VFL level, whereas college is really for people under 24. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. So otherwise, once you graduate from college, it's either CFL or NFL or nothing. Yeah. And now the AAF's come in, the American Alliance of Football. The American Alliance, yep. It stinks. Mm. The Alliance is a, it rolls off the tongue a bit better. It just, just sounds like the, the Avengers. Just sounds like a superhero film. Yeah, maybe it does. I've completely butchered it. Oh, I haven't look, watched a single minute. Everyone stinks. I love NFL. I live for it. I want to see. I watch like a Hearts at home at 
11 o'clock on Monday night on YouTube. I can't watch this to save myself. Yeah, look, if you have time for the Alliance, then you've got yeah, too much time. You've got some hands. serious problems. You know, get a girlfriend. Wait for the season. But um, look, hey, T Rich is making some waves, the big fella. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, you know, maybe if he gets looked at in you know, August, July, <laughs> August, when we're looking at um, some mock drafts. Maybe the Colts uh, will uh, trade the Birmingham Irons another first round pick for it. <laughs> Hey, finally, Chaz, uh, let's get to the cuts and signings. In uh, I'm just going to power through these, but oh, the sure. Baltimore Ravens have re-signed cornerback uh, Tavon Young. He's the nickelback. He's a starter. Basically, all nickelbacks are starters these days. Uh, three years, 20, 25.8. No, sorry, 28.5 mil or 25.8 mil. Yeah. Can't remember which one I wrote down. Either or. But he's the NFL's highest paid nickelback off the back of this, and I think it's a smart signing. Smart signing. Um, Photograph. <laughs> Charles Clay cut by the Bills. Oh, what the great tight end, the big fella, the um, favorite son of Miami. But he has been signed by the Cardinals. Oh, thank God for one well, year. <laughs> one year, three point two five mil. Um, well, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury in that offense could be doing a sickening thing. Like Sean McDermott didn't know how to use him. Yep, as well. He, Similar he to wasted, um, wasted his talent. Yeah, wasted his talent. And Ryan it, Tannehill knew how to use him. It's great to see uh, C squared finding <laughs> uh, to be with the chosen Rosen because I think he deserves to be in a quality offense. Chosen Rosen. Hey, speaking of the cards, uh, they have also signed uh, cornerback Robert Alford. Oh, and uh, the Falcons. Yeah, and linebacker Brooks Reed, who were both cut by the Falcons. Brooks Reed is a character in Guitar Hero. That hairdo. It's no, just, it's is amazing. It really? Yeah. I just swear, I like he's just like a jam and even flow or something. Man, I'm pretty sure Brooks Reed has long hair. Maybe he does. These characters are based off each other. Hence the ref. Uh, shock here: the Bears, the Chicago Bears, have cut Cody. kicker Cody Parkey. <laughs> it's not his fault. Soldier Field is, is an ice bath. Okay, he could have any any. I wouldn't have put any other kicker on the field. That, there. That is, I wouldn't have put Mason Crosby that is, out that there. That is one of the all time doinks. One of the all time butchers. Oh my god! And they're bringing back Robbie Gould. Well, he is a, a free agent. This, yeah, I think this, they're bringing him back. Uh, he has kicked a Bring lot of homecoming tour. Kicked a lot of field goals. He's kicked a lot of balls in his time. Yeah. I think Robbie Gould, he definitely gets a look in, or Sebastian Janikowski if he's come back from that hamstring tear. Yeah, he could be. Adam Vinatieri, give him a run. He yeah. deserves more time. Uh, the Saints have released uh, safety Kirk Coleman. Nothing major to report there. Is that really Kirk Coleman ex Philly? Uh, yeah, ex Philly yeah. player. Yeah. Yeah, he made a few plays. Good player. Yeah, he's a good player. Kirk, yeah, nice, uh, nice stubble. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 42. He's, he's all right. He's, yeah. he's been bouncing around the league for a bit. Yeah. And uh, Tyson. Alualu, Alualu, Alualu. Yep, Alualu. I had it right the first time. Uh, has signed a two-year extension with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, and finally, look, we—that's great. This news has come and gone, so I, yep. I tucked it into the to the tail end of the news updates. But Joe Flacco obviously traded for a fourth-round pick from the Baltimore Ravens to the Denver the Broncos. Denver Broncos. I think for a fourth-round pick, the Broncos are highway robbery. It's funny. A fourth round pick, for uh, Joe so Flacco. You think it's a highway robbery, do you? I think it's a it's an unbelievable result for Denver. I agree. Yeah, I do, I I don't know why everyone hates Joe Flacco, and I feel like if he was my quarterback, I would probably hate him. You know what I mean? Like oh, he's, yeah. he's pretty uninspired, he's and his best his best play is uh, throwing a pass interference, or or a lob or a kind of lob ball. He's 30 got the yards. deep throw. Yeah. But in terms of what the options were for oh, this was terrible, this Broncos team, there. Yeah, it's like, look, I think you tried the Case Keenum thing. He was done. Yeah, 
The shoulder pads, the whole look, it wasn't working. And they've still got some draft picks, can't they? They can, they can go through the draft for a quarterback. Well, potentially, but now you don't have the pressure of having to draft a quarterback. Exactly. You don't talk yourself into a Paxton Lynch yeah. like you did a few years ago or a Brock Osweiler or whoever it is. It's like, look, we've got a guy who's at, at his best a top 20 quarterback in the league. Yeah. And, you know, we'll live and die by that. And the, now you've got Case Keenum there sitting in, in Denver with his bags packed. Well, well, hopefully you can either trade him or probably cut him. I mean, I don't know anyone who's going to trade for Case Keenum's contract. I know, contract. but it's like he's found Flacco in bed with LA, but he refused to leave the apartment. Yeah, well, he's you know just I mean? sitting it's there. It's like he's just sitting there and they're like, are you going to go? I mean, is that going to be a quarterback competition? Are they going to fight it Absolutely out? Absolutely not. I think Case Keenum's going to struggle to find a job. Yeah. He'll be a backup, no doubt, and be wearing a headset is like it? a Chase Daniel. Yeah, like he'd be, a, years, he'd be a great backup. Oh, but great backup. Comfortable sure, backup. I, I, I'll be surprised if I see him on the field. So, look, we, hey, we both like the signing. A lot of people I were like scratching their lot. heads. I, I, th- I thought you would be against the no, Joe no, Flacco no, saying he gets a mustache back as well. I mean, this, these Broncos would be I dangerous. Think, I don't think he was respected enough, obviously, with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. I think they may have you know, discredited his performance a little bit. But I think in a new yeah. offense, obviously, Vic Fangio is, is a defense in mind. Yeah. And I think Denver have a lot of nice pace on the defensive side of the ball. I really like Bradley Chubb. I love Von Miller, obviously. I think their secondary is still quality. Well, they got a, and they have a veteran team. Yeah. Kind of makes sense to bring in a veteran quarterback and exactly. just see. If, I mean, you won the core. You won a Super Bowl with the corpse of uh, Peyton Manning, right? Exactly. So if Joe he's Flacco in a, he's be, in a neck brace, yeah, <laughs> the poor Nathan guy, Demarius Thomas, they wheeled him onto the field. Yeah, and Stephen he was, Hawking. <laughs> Stephen Hawking could have laced he's him doing, out. Um, what's the, the show he's got? I don't even know what it's called. If Manning does his play-by-play, but I'm saying. In Denver at Mile High, where the oxygen's a little bit thinner, <laughs> I'm just saying, I think this team is going to excel. I don't think they expect Flacco to put up 35 points. If they can get this team, they're playing defensive football, and they just need Flacco to put up oh, 21 you... to 14 points, and they're going to be in most games. you got Chubb coming into his sophomore year. Von Miller's always a beast. That uh, secondary, look, it's not the no-fly zone, but they've still got it's some still players. There. They've still got some players. Chris got Harris, he's not dead yet. And you're forgetting number 30, Philip Lindsay. Yeah, you're a right. viable option running back. He actually back. is. Yeah, he's really so, good. You got Emmanuel Sanders. Hey, you might sign a wide receiver in the uh, get a tight end from Stanford. I don't know. Get, get someone else. Sign in Jared there. Cook. Yeah, I mean, let's not let's be honest. The division, the AFC West, is it's not it's not a cake. Uh, I was going to say not a cake in the park, but it's not a. Um, it is not a cake in the park. It's not though. a cake in the park. It's not. So, yeah, the Raiders are a walkover, but the Chargers and Chiefs are going to be a lead again next year. But. This, this, to me, is a better result than keeping case, obviously. Oh, and uh, they can still look to the draft. Now, if you disagree with us, um, I'm proud to say that our Instagram is up and running. You can head to First oh, Down Under. And, uh, hey, shoot us a message. You disagree? You don't think Joe Flacco is good for these uh, Denver Broncos? Tell us why. We yeah. want to chat. We want to know. Because... Mm. Look, Talk some smacko. Who is a better option? Let us know. And if you wanted to sign Nick Foles for bulk coin... I understand, mm. but this was a more conservative option. And uh, look, hey, we want to hear it. We mm. want to hear your opinions. Hit us up. Chaz, let's move on. We've got a few things to talk about. The off-season's uh, taking hold. We always do. Right. And free agency is upon us. It the combine's upon us. It's exciting because it, basically, like, we we look at the league, it's an Etch-A-Sketch, and we just shake it. We, we just shake it. it. Shake it. The Etch-A-Sketch. Yeah, that's the one. You yep. got it? Just yeah. got it. Yeah, we yeah, shake yeah, it. Yeah. We shake it up. Dope. So we've got franchise tags. We've got potential trades. We've got mm. signings, free agents, potential cuts. Mm-hmm. We want to get to all of them. I thought we'd start with the franchise tags that are an absolute... Lock. So you can just get these ones out of the way. Absolute Don't fantasize about the trades. Don't yep. fantasize about the signings. Just get them out of the way. Let me start with Demarcus Lawrence. Oh, what a for start. these Dallas Cowboys. He's he's a lock, right? He's a lock. Let's stay on the defensive line. Jadavian Clowney. Mm-hmm. 
I like that a lot. Houston Texans. They're not letting him go anywhere. Trey Flowers for the Patriots. He's not going anywhere. Absolutely. Frank Clark. Frank Clark is huge. They need to sign him. Yep. Along with Bobby Wagner, they need two two big boys in that line. I think that's a definite. D Ford. I don't think the Chiefs are going to let him go anywhere. Not with that disgraceful defense. They seriously they need to that this offseason. I mean, get some players in the secondary, for God's sake. Sorensen's not going to get it done. Exactly. They need warm bodies, and yeah. Ford's one of them. They're not going to let him go anywhere. So I think we got them out of the way, right? They're the yeah. franchise tags that we're like, look, they're 100%. Don't worry about it. Leave them off the table. Let's talk about the trades, Chaz. Mm-hmm. Trades that we're excited to see. Potential trades that could happen this NFL offseason, I'd like you to kick us off. I'm going to start us off with a guy that we love so, so much on this show. And he's done so much for the league, consistently up for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. And he's put up with just relentless, relentlessly poor seasons for so long. And I'm talking about Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, we love Larry. We love the Fitz, right? We love the Fitzy, and we want to see him succeed. We didn't, we didn't see it in 08. It was ripped apart from his hands by San Antonio Holmes, the one chance he had, and it would have redefined his whole career if he was considered a Super Bowl champion. He's a lock for Canton. I want to see him at a team that deserves another older receiver. I want to see him on the Patriots. Okay, interesting trade. Why is that? In, that you know, he's, you, know he wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get him for much. And you would I not have to pay much. You wouldn't have to pay much. And he's on the back end of his career. He'd want to play with a good quarterback. The of Patriots, course. you know, they pick him up. They've obviously signed. They don't have a big, a big name receiver. Josh Gordon was obviously there for like five weeks. Yep. And I think, you know, if he really wants to get that Super Bowl, it's not going to be with Chosen. He needs to consider a team like this. They could sign him a one to two year deal. Well, I mean, it, it, a few factors at play here. Do the Cardinals. There's no factors. It's a lock. There should have been a lock. Do the Cardinals even want to trade him? Well, Do the Patriots want to trade for him? I think they would. I honestly think they would. Maybe give, what the, is cards, he? give the cards Chris Hogan. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants Chris Hogan. <laughs> Why would the... Cards need more white guys. What does he do, what does he do for the Patriots? Uh, what does he do for the Patriots? They're one of the greatest route, route runners ever in the game. Yeah, and he adds... What, how old is he? 38? No, no, no. He's because he, I feel like his skill set at this point is actually pretty similar to Julian Edelman's. Are they completely different players? Julian Edelman's a slot receiver. Yeah, but that's what Fitz is now. Yeah, no, but he's still an outside threat, which the Patriots have been lacking. I know that. I know the Patriots play that kind of middle inside game, but I think uh, he's thirty-five years old, so I think he's still got a couple of good years in him. Hey, look, I mean, I'd love to see. And there's still Don't some gas in the tank. He's got one of the best hands, some of the best hands of all time up there with Chris Carter. And I think pairing him with a Brady, another year with the Patriots, I think it, it, it's almost a match made in heaven. This would be the, the oldest. That's a viable case. Quarterback, wide receiver, hookup, I think, <laughs> in the history of the league. Uh, look, in the past, Fitzy's come out and said that he wants to finish his career as a Cardinal. I think that's a classic. What's proud about that? Well, yeah. I, th- I think that's What's a, respected. I think that's a classic. I've been on a shit team for a long time. I may as well retire them and wear that as a badge of honor. I'll suck my dick because I put up with it for so long. And that exactly. It's and like, if I don't uh, win it as a, a next franchise, then it's a failure. He's a lifer. He's a li- He's a designer lifer. And look, he's, a lifer. Mini- he's had a lot of success. Um, think but- KD, you think KD was I'm just going to stay in with the Thunder? Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. The, yeah. They did. The two-man show. I agree. Even... Uh, he wanted a chip. He wanted success. You go to the Patriots. Well, if the Patriots trade for him, yep. I, which I just don't know if I can so, see. Charlie, I want to see. I want to see a team shake things up at quarterback. I want to see the Giants move away from Eli Manning. We've I know seen exactly what's coming here. We've seen for the last three years. 
the exact same. Eli Manning, is he over the hill? Let's bring him back one more year. And then he closes his eyes and lobs it up to OBJ. And OBJ... He's in dribble coverage! Inevitably gets hurt and interceptions ensue. And then he gets benched for Geno Smith. And for whatever reason, everyone in New York loses their minds. And all of a sudden, we've got another season of Eli. We well, want Eli. We want... The week 11, I'm comes politely back. done with Eli. I'll I'm just not. say it. I'm over the Eli Manning situation. <laughs> I think Manning's are done in the league. I think it's great that they had such success, but it's over. Over? I think the Giants should trade for Derek Carr. Oh, I thought you were going to say Teddy. No. Teddy Bridge of High Water. No. What are you talking no, about? Bridge no, over no, Trouble no. Water, Simon and Garfunkel. No, I think uh, I'll, we'll talk about Teddy a bit later, but I think they trade for a guy who you, you, I could see him in a Giants uniform. He's, you know, a step up from Eli Manning and he adds stability to their quarterback situation while still allowing them to potentially draft a quarterback this year, next year, the year after. Okay. What are your thoughts? I don't mind it. I mean, like, I question Derek Carr being 25 years old. And he's, he's pretty young. He's 25. 24, 25. He's 25. But I think if Derek Carr... Is a second or third year of a $125 million contract? Yeah. Do they have the cap space to sign a Derek Carr? I think he would he would request a large amount of money. I don't think the Raiders would give up a Derek Carr for well, something he's, crazy in return. No, he's under contract. So yeah. they would just assume that contract mm -hmm. that he's already under. So all they would have to do is give up a price. I'm not sure what that price is for Derek Carr. Mm. Like... I imagine it would be a late first rounder. The Giants currently have a high first round pick. I think it's number six in the draft, if mm. I'm not mistaken. So maybe they package that for one of the Raiders' maybe, later picks. Maybe you give them a Landon Collins, a well, that, who is a free agent. He's a free agent. They can't trade him. Oh. Um, but that, mm. I don't know what they give up for him, but you make it happen. A second yeah. and a fourth. Uh, you trade maybe Derek Carr and uh, one of the Raiders' later first round picks for yep. the very high... Mm -hmm. First round pick of the Giants. Yeah. Potential there. But what, how, what do you potential, think? Potential. But the way I'm seeing John Gruden build his franchise, it seems like he's putting everything around Derek Carr. And he's essentially let everything let everything else go. That's, that's true. That's kind of the way I'm seeing it. I but mean, there has been a bit of animosity between the two. Absolutely. And I think it takes time. I think John Gruden would, would be a methodical coach um, who believes he's working on a system and he's almost building a structure which will last them for the next 10 years. I don't think he's a straightaway kind of coach. And I think that... Derek Carr has has a kind of emotional connection to Oakland, as bad as they've been, and a team that did he did start his career quite well with mm. uh, under Jack Del Rio. So I think you know, obviously the New York market and, and, and Saquon and OBJ, it, it's a tantalizing offer, but I think that um, I just don't think the Raiders have enough to offer the Giants in return. What do you mean? Well, I just don't think. I mean, in terms of their draft picks, I mean, obviously they have a few for this year. The right. The Raiders would have, yeah. That, so they're only giving up Derek Carr, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm saying, I'm sorry, so the Giants, the Giants would have. I think they get a good draft pick this year, but I just don't know if. I don't know. It just it just seems too easy for me for Derek Carr just to go to New York. I don't know. I think it may. That's why it makes total sense to me because now the the, the Giants they have you know a big three in quotation marks. Yeah. Or will they have a serviceable quarterback? Who can get the ball but to do OBJ? They know, do they know Derek Carr can deliver? I mean, he's, he's had a bit of a well, slump. He's shown that he can deliver, and I think mm. uh, there were some challenges last year with uh, um, John Gruden. But you remember mm. a few years ago, he was a potential MVP candidate. Mm. Like, he was playing out of his mind when he was with uh, the big fella, uh, Jack Del, Jack Del Rio. Rio. Yeah, so, look, uh, I mean, I don't know what the what the stakes mm. are for this. Maybe it's a second and a fourth and a seventh or, a, you know, first-round pick. 
whatever the Giants have yeah. to give up. I think it makes sense. Gives them flexibility and stability at the quarterback position. They can still draft a quarterback in the future if they think that's the move to do. Mm. Uh, I think it works for both teams. Plus, the Raiders have proven that you know anyone's up for sale. They're going to trade anyone. I mean, they traded Khalil Mack, for God's sake. Well, the Raiders have almost gone to the point of insanity that you almost expect them to do something like this. And you wonder if there's any kind of method in the madness with what John Gruden's running. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's just, yeah. it, 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 it's a fire sale, and I think it makes sense. You think it makes sense? You, you, you see it happening? Locking up. I'm locking it up. Lock it up. So has you got another trade that you would like to see? Mm, well, it's tough. I mean, if we're going to go on the more so, the, the trades that I would like to see in terms of people departing. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Wait. Uh, oh, yeah, so you go. I automatically think of um, my beloved Green Bay and sending a Jimmy Graham type to uh, the AAF, uh, the Alliance, American <laughs> Football League. The Memphis, trade him for Trent. The Memphis Express. Trade him for anything. I really would get a pack of chips. I wouldn't, couldn't really care less. I think he is absolute dead weight. And it was just an embarrassing season for Jimmy Graham and the Packers. Um, and obviously, Peter LaFleur needs as many as many things going his way being a one-year coach out of Lafleur. Tennessee. So that, that's a trade I would love to see. Um, another trade I'd like to see in terms of, I guess, players that deserve, you deserve more than what they've got, you know? I think, uh, mm, top of my head. Oh, mm. Glad to see you've got some prep. Yeah. Top of my head. Well, it's it's a tough it's a tough one because uh, there's so many options. <laughs> You're thinking of Patrick Peterson, aren't you? I, I did think of Patrick Peterson to the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, but you you said you had a better offer for Patrick Peterson. I think you had a different team. Well, I actually said I think Patrick Peterson should be traded uh, for anyone to yeah. anyone because you think he's a quality player. I think he's a quality player that yeah. is being stifled in a rebuilding team, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people would agree with this. Patrick Peterson, he's elite, but we just haven't seen that much of him. He hasn't been playing yeah. prime time. And he deserves to be. He's one of the best cornerbacks in yeah, the game. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am picking on the Cardinals a lot today, but well, I yeah, do they're think, the real. I do think that Peterson and the, the Chiefs would be a perfect fit, considering the Chiefs. Look, I, I think it, I think it, in the secondary. I think, I think it makes sense. Yeah, and I think he's still in his prime. He's kind of 27, 28. Yep, he's a perennial Pro Bowler. He's been around for a while. Yeah, I know. It's kind. Of, it's kind of weird. And there were talks, obviously, as well of Tyron Matthew from the Texans. But I have this kind of perception that he's kind of washed up. I, I think there's a lot of chat about him, and I think a lot of people get caught up in this area of his early days in his career. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think for a, a lively, viable cornerback, kind of a younger Akeem Talib, I would go with a Patrick Peterson to Kansas City. I'd he's love a- to see it. I wouldn't think you need to give up that much for him. Confirmed he's only 28. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the you market is for him. Yeah. I mean, what would you give up for him? I'd give up... Spencer Ware. I'd give up a late... I'd give up a... Second round pick. Oh, easily. At least. Yeah. Late first. Mm. Pretty comfortably. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be worth more than a second round pick, actually. Totally right. Yeah, he actually would. 20, 28 years yeah, old. Yeah, Ollie cornerback. Cardinals as well. And just a, yeah, they're a looking shit, for a rebuild. Storm. Would, you give, would you give up the Chiefs' first round pick this year? For Patrick Peterson? Yep. Well, no. that'd be like 23, 24, no, 25. Really? I wouldn't trust it. Yeah, I, th- I think I trust the scouts. You've got it. Yeah, because you've got to build for the future. Yeah. You do. You just don't know if he's going to have a, knee, a massive injury. That being said, like you're in the you're in that perfect window before you have to pay uh, old mate Patrick yeah. uh, Mahomey uh, near two hundred million dollars. Maybe it is time to make these decisions. Line Mahomes, yeah. I'm putting the fin- no. I'm putting I'm putting my fist down. I'm saying I'm trading that first round pick, Patty Pay. You going all out? I'm getting Patty Pay on the chase. We're going to win a, the Super Bowl. You going it's all a great out? Idea. Yeah. I think yeah, that's a good decision. Yeah. Well, uh, it's it's viable. Another viable trade, Zach. Yeah. You got any others? 
Um, well, obviously, Antonio Brown is on the market. Literally, yeah. he is on the market. And there's a few teams that uh, – three teams have reached out to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. I mean, you've got an elite, elite wide receiver. He's a bit of a diva. Diva? Wide, diva? Wi- wide receivers. Um, but he's an, ins- an instant upgrade to anyone's wide receiving core. Obviously, the Jets spring to mind. Yep. The Colts spring to mind. So, Jets without Le'Veon Bell, obviously. Oh, I imagine if you picked them both up. Yeah, I don't know what their cat's ba- cat space laws I, are. I can't imagine that the Jets would be looking to sign Antonio Brown. I think they're looking to build a, a, something that's you know a bit more long-term, substantial. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they've got Curly as well. San Francisco 49ers make a lot of curse. sense. I think there's a, there's a mutual yeah. interest. And it's getting to the stage where the 49ers have kind of got to prove something with this Shanahan and uh, Big Lynchy in uh, the GM mm. seat. You know, they're, they're, I think we're a little bit harsh to judge the Niners. They've had two stinking seasons I in a row. I get that, but this is John Lynch. John Lynch has had one year now. Two years. This two is years third now. year. This is third year. Okay, Jimmy G, now massive just... injury. It's it's a shattering loss to the season. I think we just have to see how they go this year. I don't think we just press the alarm buttons all of a sudden and say they need to trade for AB. I, and, I agree. And get to an NFC Championship this year. I'm not saying that. I don't think it's going to happen like that. But I think they need an injection on that offense. Yeah, I do. And you've yeah. got a great tight end in Kittle. You got a yeah, great Georgie boy. You got a great quarterback. I assume. And yeah. uh, and uh, Jimmy G, uh, if you have a wide receiver out there who we can sling it to, I mean, you're really having a party now. Mm. You're you're on brand, mm. and it could be what you need to get over, you know, eight wins. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I think it could make sense. He's not going to cost that much. I think you know, a second round pick would do it, right? Mm. With all the controversy that's been swirling around, I do, I do think, I don't think you go to Green Bay, considering the market. And I think Aaron Rodgers is, is a diva enough on offense. I don't think you need two. Mm. Two absolute big I like big, the idea of big, it. Big, deep, big heads walking around clashing ideas. I can see it every single practice. Man, I imagine if they linked up and they were best oh buds, God, they would be Jordy elite. Nelson. Ah, it'd be so good. Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson like. Like Jordy Nelson. They, they can, the end the connection they had. There's no red zone connection better than Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers. I <laughs> happily debate that for years. Yeah, I think that's the fantasy is yeah. Green Bay. Yeah. Fantasy is... But, you're right. It's a it's a challenging situation. Well, there's no nightlife, so that that'd be good for his discipline. But I think that uh, I, nine, the Niners seem like a suitable a, a a major candidate in terms of cap space, along with the Jets. I can't see any other teams really being in the picture. Do the Colts make a side. move? Do they need to? I think you got Ty Hilton and, yeah, and Eric right. Ebron. I don't think you need to bring a guy like that in there with what Frank Reich's doing currently. You're probably right. I'm just thinking about teams with a lot of cap space, uh, draft capital, and you know, an idea of wanting to win mm. now. And I mean, the Colts make sense for just about every free agent on the market for me because yeah, uh, they've got the space and the, and the options and an elite quarterback. So it's like, oh, let's make a move now. Would Antonio Brown have changed that game against Kansas City in the divisional? No, no, I think I think you need a lot more than one player to change that game. Well, um, would it but been? it would help. What do you? What do you well, want to I'm say? saying you, you, we're talking brass tacks. You got to be able to get over Kansas City in Kansas City or in New England. Does Antonio Brown put them over over either of those teams? Yeah, but what happens is it's not a, it's not always about one game. But does that player help you win more games in the season so you potentially have a home field advantage in the playoffs over that mm. team? They, you know, there's a lot of different things. But mm. I think anytime you can acquire a player that makes you better, you're you're laughing. Yep. Chaz, moving on. Let's think about signings. Players that are going to hit the free agent market and could potentially sign with a new team. Mm-hmm. Let me throw one out to you. We've got Earl Thomas. He was almost traded mid-season oh, yeah. last year. Boy, safety boy. for the Seattle Seahawks. Busted his leg up. Flipped the bird on the way out. Well, yep. safe to say All th- class. this uh, this Seahawk is leaving the nest. Mm. Lots of rumors about Kansas City wanting to trade for him, but he has always been interested 
in the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. What do you think? Um, you think about the Dallas Cowboys secondary, and they've got Jeff Heath. Oh, yeah. He's kind of the enforcer. He's your, he's more like kind of Harrison Smith on the edge. Um, you've got your uh, your Morris Claiborne. No, he plays that's for the Jets. Fal- that's, that's a that's a Falcons player. Morris Claiborne plays for the Jets. Does he? Yep. What's his position? Cornerback. You sure? Uh, so how much do you want that? I just googled it, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the guy on the Falcons, the big guy. I don't know. The, the guy, he's got the dreads. Desmond Bryant. No. <laughs> Who? No, I think he got traded as well. Number 99 for the Falcons. He had that six sack game a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. I think he got picked up by the Pats. Oh, uh, um, um, Claiborne. Claiborne. Exactly. Morris Claiborne. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're talking about defensive backs. Yes, I'm making my point about Dallas. And <laughs> they had a CB called Claiborne. Anyway, maybe he's just maybe got traded. Yeah. I don't know. But whatever. They Morris had, Claiborne. Yeah, Morris is a cornerback. Yeah. Anyway. Listen, um, we should delete this part of the podcast. <laughs> You look at Dallas. Adrian right? Claiborne. Adrian. Adrian. He, he never played for Dallas. He played for the Falcons, as I said. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> I'm saying I was going through the Cowboys players. Byron Jones is who Byron you're thinking Jones. of. Byron Jones. Byron Jones. <laughs> you, got, you got Byron Jones on the outside. <laughs> it's a rusty offseason. <laughs> you can scrap this. It's tough from again. Ready? Boom. <laughs> I, think, I think we're going to keep it. Go no. on. No. Orlando Scandrick, who went to Kansas City. <laughs> but you sound like Stephen A. Smith. I don't know. <laughs> the Let's, uh, I, I mean, don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm talking about all these players. Ladini the and Tomlinson on the charges. I'm sorry, I don't know the Dallas secondary. Yeah, you know, with a fine tooth comb. But I think that, considering what I've seen from El Thomas over the past couple of years, that we get this misconstrued idea that he's still in his prime, and I think that. The kind of injury, Earl Thomas, the kind of injury that he had is it was a debilitating injury for his career. And I just don't think Dallas, I mean, I know he can add that veteran presence on the defense, but I think they have enough players as it is to run that defensive call. They've got Sean Lee, who's a consistent pro bowler. We know he leads that defense. I think Sean Lee's gone, but... What do you mean Sean Lee's gone? Sean Lee's gone. They don't have space for him. you got those two young guys. you got got... Uh... Yeah, um, Smith. Smith and Jalen Smith and Vanderesh. Vanderesh, yeah. Yeah, but he still need that nucleus. He's, he's going that guy. I'm telling, I'm he's fat. there, Thomas Davis, man. I'm telling you, he's going to stay. He's, he's, gonna, he's getting paid a lot of Jason money. They're going to cut him. Coach, watch all or nothing Dallas Cowboys. Sean Lee coaches that whole defense. They cannot get rid of him. Okay. They <sighs> cannot get rid of him. They bring him in on third down. They bring him in on, on some blitz packages. They cannot. They will just not throw him to the wolves I because know. of Vanderesh having a big year. It just won't happen. All right. I think he's gone. Okay. Well, that's your opinion. Um, and. I think the secondary, um, as I mentioned, Jeff Heath, um, <laughs> I think that they just have enough pieces. And I don't think, I think, as I said on the injury front, I just don't see L. Thomas. I don't think he's worth the signing. And I think the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys can probably focus on other areas um, instead of hiring a guy that's almost in the back end of his career. He's definitely the back end of his career. R- reminds me a lot of uh, Eric Weddle signing with the Ravens, um, coming over from the Chargers a few years ago. But well, he's still playing day, his best ball. Brian Dawkins coming over to the uh, Broncos from yep. the Eagles back yep. in the day. Earl Thomas, I'm not sure how much the, in- the injury is going to affect him. It could be a lot. You're absolutely right. Um, but he has been a- an elite player. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Has. Um, and he, up until the injury, it's not like he slowed down. He was one of the core players from that um, Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl run that was still playing at an elite level. So 
I think it makes sense, and he's going to come at a reasonable price. He's an upgrade from any of the safeties that they have. Claiborne. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, to me, the signing makes sense for Dallas. Okay. Hey. This is what we do. That's why we do the show, baby. That's why we do the show. <laughs> this is good. It's like first take. Yeah, it's a bit of first take about it. I've yeah. gone, I'm just going. I'm just disagree with what you say. Yeah. Regardless if I have a point. Yeah, I'll I know. Go. It's like Sean Lee. It's like, yeah. dude, they're paying him like $20 million to sit on the bench. It's not going to happen. No, you just say nucleus. You say big words. You're yeah, on. It's all about the nucleus. You, as, long as, you, as long as you yourself believe the bullshit, you, you, <laughs> <get> the, <laughs> you actually could go fine. You can go for hours. And Nick Foles is going to be a free agent. Apparently, the Eagles are thinking about God, franchise tagging him, which yeah. I think is actually kind of a dog move. Because the franchise tags, you sign a player with the intention uh, to a franchise tag with the intention to re-sign them. Hmm. You, you say, hey, we'll do this for a year while we try and figure out a contract. You yeah, don't really... essentially just saying, little kid, wait there for a year, wait your turn. Yeah. We'll yeah, deal with like, you later. We'll okay, with we, later. we can't figure out the terms, but yeah. give us a year, we'll be able to nut something out. If you blow out your knee, we'll, we'll piss you off. Exactly. That That's yeah. what it's for. It's not for like, okay, franchise tag and then trade him immediately. So I'm yeah. a little bit, you know, uh, that actually love it. I feel a bit dirty about it. This guy won us a Super Bowl, for God's sake. But he will be a free agent. He will be going Patriots somewhere. Patriots defense won your Super Bowl. Uh, well, <laughs> mate, who cares though? We won. <laughs> hey. Express lane to the end zone. Um, it was beautiful. Matt Patricia, really. Uh, yeah. He did, did wonders for the Eagles franchise. Matt, uh, Nick I Foles. Where do we he, see him going? I, I can't. I, he's definitely going. There's no doubt about that. I think he's, he's yeah, the, no the level he's been playing and the money he'll get offered in the QB market that is so, so dry right now with Flacco getting you know, going to Denver as much as we love him. Um, I, I, I honestly see the Jags being a viable fit. I think and that I totally agree. It's consistently coming up in the headlines, not just because of that. I think the quarterback position is clearly cooked with Blake Bortles. They need a re-injection into the franchise. They've got to find a way to keep this defense hanging around for a while because these free agents are starting to chat. You've got your Jalen Ramseys. You've got your Barry Churches. You've got your, your loudmouth players. You've got your, you know, Calais Campbell is, is, a, is, a, very, is a very you know, reliable defender. But I think with the window they have, Jacksonville, they need something on offense uh, to get them going. I think Nick Foles makes all the sense, and they've got the money to do it. Yeah, I totally agree with you there, Chaz. It's nice to agree on this one. Oh, well, it's good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, when you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, they had a down year last year, but the yeah. year before, they were a couple of plays away from the Super Bowl. Like, th there's a good nucleus, if I may steal your word. It's a great word. Um, <laughs> and if they were going to get anything out of it, it seems that Nick Foles is their best option for yep. right now. When we look back at the last time Nick Foles started a full season uh, or started the start at the start of a season for a team, I believe it was the Rams a few years ago with Jeff Fisher. Now, Jeff Fisher made everyone playing the Rump position of quarterback uh, look like they were... Flaming Young into Rump Rose. Exactly. Uh, we're making him look good. And before that, Nick Foles had a pretty decent career with the Eagles. And now, you know, he's a Super Bowl MVP. He's had seven, a... He threw seven touchdowns. Exactly right. Seven touchdowns it's against the, the Oakland Raiders. He's that, the, those gloves are in Canton. It's the Coliseum game. Um, yeah, that was a beautiful game. <laughs> Man threw 27 <laughs> touchdowns, two picks in a season. He's a good <laughs> chip Aaron Kelly. my beer. <laughs> See a lot of... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, to me, it makes a lot of sense for a Jacksonville Jaguars team that, look, they need answers. Hey, maybe trading for Derek Carr is an option as well, but I, there's a mystique about Nick Foles, obviously. And a nucleus. And a nucleus. <laughs> I can't say the word. Nucle and nucleus. Tom Coughlin. What about him? Great offensive He's mind. He's there. <laughs> Great offensive mind. He's there. He's there. Yeah. And, you know, how good would it be to see Tom Coughlin again against, against Belichick in the, in the AFC Championship with Nick Foles? against Tom Brady again. Oh, Nick Foles Brady too. Imagine that. 
Tony you, Roma pass out. But I, I, do I mean, worry. Let's, I mean, we, we are excluding the Chiefs and uh, yeah, the Chargers no here. Uh, well, let's let's not forget the Jags lack of receiving options. I think they need to get something in the draft. Yeah, you probably, Marquise Lee ain't getting it done. Yeah, probably and, right. Uh, you need, a, need something. I don't even know who else is playing. Well, for. what do you do with Leonard Fournette as well? He's, oh, well, he was, no, you got to keep. But remember, at the end of the season, he kind of sat on the bench. Yep, there's a bit of controversy I there. Get that, but TJ Yeldon ain't getting you. Uh, I feel like you trade him to the Bills. You just get rid of him. TJ not getting your production. Ah, uh, running backs, man, they're a dime a dozen. Yeah, a dime a dozen. Pick, pick, pick one up in the third. Fournette was third the, round. Fournette was the hub in their playoff run. Yeah, he I know. Dominated, but he wasn't great last year. Yeah, well, he had enough year. He had injury. If he had Foles, in it, if he had Foles giving the ball, if I had Blake Bortles giving the ball, I'd, I'd want to just end the play. I wouldn't, I'd, I'd want to sit on the bench too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not playing this shit. Let's not forget. Oh no. Let's not, Let's not forget that Bortles uh, before halftime again the AFC Championship against the Pats. Read this in my book. Uh, they were gonna, could have easily gone for it. And I think at the 40 yard line they kneeled going to halftime. I think they're up by two scores. Wow. And that was the game. That's so. That says a bit, bit of history. That says fans. Bit. bit of history. As well, so I'd love to see Folsy. I'd love to see him run his own team, not being Wentz's shadow with all of his acne. And uh, Wentz, uh, I, I pray he doesn't have another off year. I, I do pray. Let me get. I want to see Wentz succeed. Yeah, I want to see. And uh, he believes in God, so he does. If God's with him. Anything's possible. He's got so. God. He's got God. First of all, I just want to thank God. Let me let me hit no, you. No, with... you don't. <laughs> let me hit you with a a quick some knowledge. <laughs> let me hit you with a rapid fire. Uh, Options for free agency, and you, yeah. you say where they should sign. Okay. Landon Collins. Redskins. Ndamukong Sue. Packers. <laughs> Tight end, Tyler Eifert. Oh, I like that a lot. Um, He's been injured a lot over the past few yeah, years. He, has, he, he was uh, looking like a potential sort of Ertz-level player. And then yeah. never really I flourished. I like two options in Chicago. Oh, I like him going to the Pats for cheap. It seems like yeah, a classic exactly Pats move. Yeah. You know, get him for cheap and then he hey, replaces but, Gronkowski. Yeah, and but they've got um 83, Allen. Dwayne, Dwayne Allen. Allen. Dwayne you can't, Allen. You can't, you can't ship him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He catches like eight balls for 30 yards. He's been balling. Teddy Bridgewater. Bridge over troubled water. water. I think it's a backup. In Jacksonville, I think it goes to the Bucks. Let's keep it in Florida. To what about Jameis? Compete with the crab pincher himself, Jameis. 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 Jameis Winston. What yeah. do you think? Big QB competition couldn't hurt the man. Share an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> hey, watch out. <laughs> well, I think the lack of Dirk Carter would incentivize him not to go. It would. And, you know, it makes sense. Bruce Arians, he loves a quarterback, loves a hat. Loves a hat. Does. Wears him like a boss. Yeah, absolutely. Steampunk boss. Yeah. He's a beast. He'll be great. I think he'll revitalize Tampa. And uh, Teddy Bridgewater will help him. Maybe they get Vincent Jackson back. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Doug Martin. <laughs> Derek hey, Brooks. Kellen Winslow. Yeah. Give him a buzz. Where are you, mate? What are you doing? <laughs> Josh Freeman. <laughs> we Josh need you. Freeman. You were great in 2010. <laughs> Who would you rather have? Quick go. Josh Freeman or Case Keenum? Oh, Case Keenum. Oh, come on. Ah, oh, Case Keenum. You're so miracle. It's got your mind numb. Uh, I just, <laughs> do you remember how bad Josh Freeman was at the uh, end? He was a baller. Oh, my God. He started well. He, uh, he did start well. Okay. Any others? Well, mate, that's about it. That's good. Yeah, I think. I rated that. Okay. Enjoy, enjoy a bit of a yeah, good. little spitfire. A little spitfire there for you. There's a lot going on. And we've got the combine coming up. 
Yeah, we do. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing about the draft, I know nothing about it right now. Oh, In a month, I'll, I will know these these the lives of these players up and down. We'll go a quick run through who's on the table, who's at the top of the um, top of the charts. For people who you know, you're not paying attention to it. You live in Australia. AFL is about to start. Yeah. You got the priorities. You got AFLX. You got AFLX. So which is elite. The Rampage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Loved him all my life. The flies. Great to see him go. All about it. Eddie's deadly. Yeah. Dangerous. What's the yeah. other team? Uh, the flies. The bolts. The bolts and the flies. Dangerous bolts. Yeah. And the flies on the rampage. Yeah, the rampage. What an elite lineup of talent. The rampage. AFLX. I, I watch Alliance games all day. They did. Uh... Before watching AFLX. <laughs> <laughs> I, bought me- I bought membership Members Express, actually. <laughs> Just waiting for, my, waiting for my staff. I've got a membership for the rampage. <laughs> Scarf's coming soon. It's elite. <laughs> But players to watch the top draft prospects. Obviously, Nick Bosa, number one, the defensive end from Ohio State, the brother of Joey, the the yeah, the brother of Joey, the brother of Joey. He carries more explosive upside than his brother. Apparently, uh, we got to keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. He's potentially going number uno. Quentin Williams, oh, defensive threes. tackle, Alabama. He's going to get lost in the shuffle of defensive tackles coming from Alabama, but they all yep. seem to play well. We'll get through the woodwork. Uh, look, yeah, cornerbacks. Yeah, Kyler. Give us Kyler. Dwayne Haskins, quarterback. Um, had a great season with the Buckeyes. Uh, had some jaw-dropping games. He's 6'3", 220 pounds. All athleticism. Do you like Mayock? He's 226 and he's 6'3". 6'3", 220 pounds. Uh, I like this guy's nah, it's just John. It's this John. Everything falls back to but John just, Gruden. Just, just, just recount verticals and, and, and sprint times, but you'll be, we'll work on that. Dan, um, I need your Daniel Jeremiah. Yeah, what about well. Kyler Murray? Well, we've got to talk about Kyler Murray, the man who's even shorter than me. It's uh, it's amazing. Um, yeah, turn down the no Oakland way. A. He's he actually is. shorter than you. He's shorter than me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What's Russ? He's like what's Russ Wills? Russ Wills is about is like an inch or two shorter than me. How's he uh, taller than me. the offensive line? He's not. That's the that's the issue. But Just people, Eli. people, yeah, if Eli can do it with his eyes closed, <laughs> I reckon this guy can. Uh, bird box, bird box special. Look over, look either side. You know, he should be fine. Um, I mean, that's the funny thing. Yeah, he's shorter than I am. You know, I'm five, five ten. Cool. Uh, on a good day. Um, apparently, he's like five eight five nine. Shit. Which is pretty short for a quarterback. I mean, that's you know. The only p- player you're taller than is Darren Sproles. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. And Danny Woodhead. Yeah. I think in his case, being a college uh, prospect, that the Could height that... discrepancy would not affect his ability to, to pick up birds. I think... <laughs> which is great analysis. Which is great. But I think it's true. <laughs> no, it is. I think it in, is. A, in a certain... We should have this. What professions can you uh, pick up a girl regardless of height? I think that would be up there. Being a, uh, extremely talented. I, th- I mean, uh, wealth generally. I yeah, wealth helps. works. Yeah. Well, well yeah, over the years, we've seen it. We've seen wealth More come into play. <laughs> Definitely uh, has played a part. I've uh, noticed. And I figured worst case. quite observant too. You could, you could just like, you know, get him a couple of wooden blocks or some heels or something. Yeah. Trot him out onto the field. No one would know the difference. Yeah. Get him up to six foot. That wouldn't Bit care. of a Drew Brees situation. Yeah. May uh, limit his athleticism a little bit. Yeah. But. Generally speaking, you should be fine. Yeah. Well, you know, we all have adversity in life. And uh, <laughs> if, he go, if he goes to Cliff Kingsbury, he, the, the high, his height will be the last thing on his, on his mind, to be honest. Um, but uh, no, I'm excited to see it. We're going we're gonna to study it relentlessly. We're going to understand the combine and finally get our head around this draft. I mean, it's a, yeah. It's because a, it's something we, we, we really focused on. And I think it's going <laughs> to be exciting. Yeah. Uh, I don't give a shit about the draft. <laughs> I honestly don't. I mean, look, I'm, I'm definitely not going to watch the whole thing. Who it's does? It's going to shape who challenges the Patriots. But like, f- like four rookies matter every year, and it's generally the quarterbacks, right? Derwin James, 
Yeah. Household name. That's right. Now, so Household name. Okay, you may be right. Maybe 20. Slapshot regatta. <laughs> Slapshot nah, regatta. From last year, it's literally bake, Shake and Bake, Baker Mayfield, Saquon, and just honestly, Bradley I Chubb. I feel, like I, Maybe. I feel like I don't tune into the draft until after free agency, like no, mentally. Because exactly. yeah. you're like, uh, just don't watch college football. Don't have time. Yeah, I'll check it out in L.A. Harrison's power rankings in like May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, I need Brocky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah to yeah, exactly. show I need me the Bucky, way. Yeah, exactly. Bucky, yeah. They're generally good Elliot for Harrison. It. I'm going dangerous. I'm going to the Patriots number one. <laughs> Two words, Brady Belichick. <laughs> Let's go Aaron Rodgers again. Let's get that way. I, I like the Packers in the top four. I, I got a good feeling about the Packers this year. They got something to prove. They got Matt LaFleur. I, I, I like him. Rodgers is a top Pe- Peter LaFleur. Peter LaFleur. <laughs> Oh man, it's yeah, good well. stuff. Hey Chaz, well it's good to be back yeah, uh, back in action. Dust off the cobs. Handy percent. Uh, we have a ne- show. Next pod's coming uh, up next Thursday, I no, believe. Yes. Thursday the 7th of March. That's correct. Yeah. So we'll be able to recap some of the free agent signings that yes. we were totally wrong about. Or is that No, it's not free agency. I think it's scouting combine or uh deadline franchise for tag. Franchise deadline tag. for franchise tag. Yep. Yep. So hopefully some so, news will have happened by then. CJ Otherwise, Mosley, front page of the age. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll be we'll be talking more about AFLX and yep. the Alliance and the excitement. That is the Alliance. But no. pa- pack her up, boys. Pack her up, boys. See, boys. <laughs>